When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, Bitcoin market cap grows 60% in 2023 as top Wall Street bank loses $100 billion and more than 186 U.S. banks are well positioned for a collapse according to the latest SVB analysis. Also, we'll be discussing El Salvador launching their Bitcoin Lightning Dev Training Office. The month-long program will offer credit and possible placement for its graduates. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin Prime for over 270% explosion, predicts Masari CEO Ryan Selkis. I'll be sharing his timeline, as well as Bitcoin will reach $1 million per coin amid major move from central banks, according to the BitMEX founder, Arthur Hayes. And not only that, but a Bitcoin bet to a million dollars within the next 90 days, according to the ex-Coinbase CTO. In fact, he bets his net worth, quitting him here on crypto Twitter. I will take that bet. You buy one Bitcoin, I will send one million USD. This is 40 to one odds as one Bitcoin is worth 26,000. The term is 90 days. All we need is a mutually agreed custodian who will be there to settle this in the event of a digital dollar devaluation. If someone knows how to do this with a smart contract, we can do it on chain so I can send USDC. If you won't do that, name a custodian. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Happy Saturday, everyone. Today is March 18th, 2023. This is podcast episode number 1224. And I am your host, JV, and we have lots to cover. So let's dive right in. Checking out the market watch right here. And Michael Volkman, I appreciate the super chat contribution. You demand. We got Bitcoin up 3% for the day, maintaining above 27,300. We have Ether up 4%, trading just under $1,800. And the overall crypto market pumping. And as you can see here, checking out coinmarketcap.com. The crypto market cap getting close to 1.2 trillion with about 75 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance on the rise, sucking that value out of the alts with the dominance at 45.4% and the ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Mask up 33% trading at $5.94, followed by CFX up 18% trading at 38 cents and DYDX up 15% trading at $2.77. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers, 
for the past week. Massive gains. You even got FTT, the scam token, up almost 30% for the week. Mask up 34% and CFX up over 19%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're finally back in greed, rated as 64 as of today. Yesterday was a 51 neutral, last week a 33 in fear, and last month a 62 in greed. So there you have it. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping. And welcome again to everyone tuning in. The market cap of Bitcoin has added $194 billion thus far this year. It's a 66% year-to-date growth, which vastly outperforms top Wall Street bank stocks, particularly as fears of global banking crisis are rising. And right here, you can see the Bitcoin market cap daily performance chart. Moreover, Bitcoin has decoupled from U.S. stocks for the first time in a year, with the price rising about 65% versus the S&P 500's two and a half percent gains and the Nasdaq's 15% decline thus far this year. The six largest U.S. banks, which are J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs have lost nearly a hundred billion in market valuations since last year's start, according to the data gathered by companies market cap. Com. Now, Bank of America stock is the worst performer among the Wall Street banking players with nearly a 17% year-to-date drop in valuation. Goldman Sachs trails with an almost 12% year-to-date decrease, followed by Wells Fargo at 9.7%, JP Morgan at 6.5%, and Citi at 3.6%, as well as Morgan Stanley at point. 84%. Now, U.S. bank valuations have slid amid the ongoing U.S. regional bank collapse. That includes the announcement last week that Silvergate, the crypto-friendly bank, was closing its doors, followed by regulators' subsequent takeover, a signature bank, and SVB. The crisis further expanded with the near collapse of First Republic Bank, which was saved at the last moment through a $30 billion combined injection by Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, and Bank of America and Citigroup, amongst others. Now, the rise of Bitcoin in the face of the growing U.S. banking crisis is similar to how it reacted during the banking collapse in Cyprus and Greece. Bitcoin's price grew by up to 5,000% amid the Cyprus financial crisis in 2013, prompted by the exposure of Cryptriot Bank to overleverage regional real estate companies. The situation was so dire that in March of 2013 that Cyprus authorities closed all the banks to avoid a bank run. And when Greece faced a similar crisis in 2015 and imposed capital controls on citizens to avoid a bank run, Bitcoin's price gained 150%. That's right. Check this out. Fears over the stability of the banking system, along with the declining real interest rates, creates a good environment for Bitcoin to rebound, commented Ilan Solat, the co-head and digital asset at London broker Merex, adding that the crypto is seen by some investors as a hedge against systemic risks. You're damn right. This is ultraly, ultra bullish for uh, the King Crypto, obviously. Now let's discuss further this bank run and 186 U.S. banks on the brinks of collapse. That's right, as they're probably going to be bought out by the larger banks as they become nationalized. Nothing new under the sun. Check it. The perfect mix of losses, uninsured leverage, and an extensive loan portfolio, amongst other factors, resulted in the fall of Silicon Valley Bank. Comparing SVB's situation with other players revealed that nearly 160 banks operating in the U.S. are potentially at the risk of a run, while SBB's collapse came as a reminder of the fragility of the traditional financial system. A recent analysis by economists showed that a large 
large number of banks are at a risk from uninsured deposit withdrawals. It read the following, even if only half of uninsured depositors decide to withdraw, almost 190 banks are at a potential risk of impairment to insured depositors with potentially $300 billion of insured deposits at risk. Monetary policies penned down by central banks can hurt long-term assets, such as government bonds and mortgages, creating losses for banks. The report explains that a bank is considered insolvent if the market value of its assets, once uninsured depositors are paid, is insufficient to repay all insured deposits. The data is above in the graph, which represents the assets based on bank call reports as of the first quarter of last year. Banks in the top right corner alongside SVB with assets at $218 billion, have the most severe asset losses and the largest percentage of uninsured deposits to market-to-market assets. Now, the recent rise in interest rates, which brought down the U.S. banking system's asset market value by $2 trillion, combined with a large share of uninsured deposits at some U.S. banks, threatens the bank's ability. Yeah, you can say that again. Recent declines in bank asset values significantly increased the fragility of the U.S. banking system to uninsured depositor runs, the study concluded. And as the federal government steps in to protect the depositors of SVB and Signature Bank, President Joe Biden assured no impact on taxpaying citizens. Sure, whatever you say, Sleepy Joe, thanks to the actions we've taken over the past few days to protect depositors from SVB and Signature Banks, Americans can have confidence that our system is safe. People's deposit will be there when they need them at no cost to the taxpayer. What is this guy smoking? Probably what his son is smoking. However, one user pointed out that Biden on Twitter that everything you do or touch costs the taxpayer. Facts. Ain't no lie there. And now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss some developments of what's happening in El Salvador, the land of Bitcoin. This is pretty cool, actually. El Salvador and government launched another initiative repping its support for Bitcoin adoption and development of its broader network. This time, it's Bitcoin Lightning Developer Training Program funded by VC firm Volger and stablecoin issuer Tether, USDT. Shout out to Tether. As announced by El Salvador's Bitcoin office on Wednesday, the CUBO Plus program is an advanced Bitcoin engineering program that is several months long and offers credits and potential placement for those qualifying in the inaugural Plan B Fellowship. Plan B is an initiative of the Bitcoin office launched in Lugano, Switzerland last year to facilitate Bitcoin adoption. The city has already made Bitcoin and USDT the facto legal tender and enabled Bitcoin acceptance with over 150 merchants in the city. The Plan B Fellowship will provide the opportunity for El Salvador's best and brightest computer science students to be trained by the biggest names in Bitcoin from around the world, stated the office. The lecturers and mentors involved are yet to be announced. Now, Cubo Plus is inspired by Bukele's Cubo Project during his time as a mayor, which involved erecting liberties and communities, or I'm sorry, libraries and community centers in impoverished areas to help further regional education. The current project will collaborate with the University of Don Bosco in Soyapongo, which was recently freed from gang control after Bukele's brutal crackdown on gang violence that began last year. El Salvador was the first country to officially install Bitcoin as legal tender with the Central African Republic following suit. Months later, the nation later plans to issue Bitcoin back bonds and to construct a geothermally powered Bitcoin city that uses Bitcoin mining to fund its operations. Within a few years, we believe that El Salvador will become the global outsourcing hub for open source, peer-to-peer, Bitcoin, and Lightning startups wrote the Bitcoin office. So there you have it. It seems like Bitcoin adoption is changing El Salvador for the better, while places like the United States seem to be left 
behind. But now let's discuss a 270% explosion, followed by a $1 million Bitcoin price prediction from Arthur Hayes, the ex-BitMEX CEO founder. And then we'll be discussing, in particular, the $1 million bet within the next 90 days from the ex-Coinbase CTO, Chief Technology Officer. Now let's break this down. Check it. Masari founder and CEO Ryan Selgas says the Bitcoin is poised to go on a massive rally as the U.S. banks fall like dominoes. The head of the crypto intelligence firm tells us 300,000 Twitter followers the Bitcoin is likely to hit six figures within the next 12 months. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. He names five main reasons for his forecasted price of Bitcoin at 100000 a more than a 270% increase from its current value of 26.6. Selkis predicts there will be additional bank failures and the Federal Reserve will not only stop raising interest rates to reduce inflation, but start cutting them. He also says more investors will find Bitcoin an attractive outside money asset and that institutions will adopt the king crypto quicker than any potential move by the U.S. to restrict or ban it. Quoting him here, my rough prediction for the next 12 months. Number one, more bank failures in the next couple of weeks. Number two, Fed cuts and quantitative easing is back. Number three, Bitcoin climb, sustain, moderate inflation. Number four, outside money, sound money, $100,000 BTC. And number five, institutions buy faster than the Feds can shut down game. And Selkis says that the banking crisis is rattling investors' confidence and it will put their wealth in assets like crypto and gold. Quitting him again here, fractional banking is good but requires prudence and confidence to work. When confidence disappears, people logically move to full reserve banks, which are crypto and gold. Crypto didn't change accounting rules to favor treasuries and then cover up bank insolvency. The feds did. And he says that decentralized finance, better known as DeFi, is the direction the world is heading, claiming it is more trustworthy of a system than the traditional financial markets. Quoting him again, crypto is like a life raft or life raft and an optimistic bet on future of open financial services plus open tech. It also protest vote and an exit tool. You want exposure if you can't trust your institutions. And the message the past week has been do not trust your banks or governments, regardless of what Janet Yellen and Sleepy Joe tell you. Selkis also warns how fractional reserve banking, when banks only have to hold a portion of the money deposited in their reserves, it's a risky practice that can harm crypto. Facts. The banking crisis can pose a challenge for the crypto sector since, as it stands currently, traditional financial institutions are needed for customers to move their hard-earned currency on and off the crypto platforms. Now the Fed and the big banks are must better coordinate on how to protect crypto from the systemic risk of the U.S. banking system. Fractional banking is risky. Don't invest more than you can afford to lose. It has potential, but only if it's built safely with consumer protection in mind. And regardless of the banks collapsing, as you can see on your screen, the Bitcoin price is still hovering above 27 thousand six hundred dollars so let's go btc and now let's discuss this million dollar price prediction from the ex bitmax uh, founder arthur hayes arthur hayes is forecasting a massive bitcoin rally and a major pivot from the world's central banks reacting to the news that the people's bank of china has reduced the reserve ratio requirement by a quarter percent hayes says he's targeting a one million dollar price tag for the king crypto send it let's freaking go and shout out to Crypto Hayes. Hayes believes that China's moves back uh, his thesis that more government intervention and infusions of capital are incoming. The reserve ratio requirement is the amount of reserves that a commercial bank must maintain as a percentage of their deposits. When the requirement is lowered, the amount of commercial banks can lend or invest 
rises. In a new essay on the subject, Hayes says that the loosening of monetary policy is undoubtedly on the way and zeroing in on the recent created Federal Reserve Bank term funding program aimed at ensuring banks meet all withdrawal requests by depositors. Hayes suggests it will lead to a larger Bitcoin rally than the pandemic-related quantitative easing measures if the amount is anything to go by. Quoting him here, the Fed printed $4.189 trillion in response to COVID, and right off the bat, the Fed implicitly printed $4.4 trillion with the implementation of BTFP. And during the COVID money printing episode, Bitcoin rallied from $3,000 to $69,000. What will it do this time? That's the million-dollar question, isn't it, on how the projected Bitcoin and crypto rally is likely to be received in the mainstream moving forward. Here's what Hayes had to share. The ensuing Bitcoin rally will be one of the most hated ever. How can Bitcoin and crypto markets in general rally sharply after all the bad things that happened in 2022? Well, didn't people learn that Bitcoin and those associated with it are scumbags? Aren't people afraid of the narrative that Bitcoin caused the failure of large banks and almost consumed the entire U.S. banking system? Well, there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with crypto haze and now let's discuss this one million dollar bitcoin bet within the next 90 days and right now we're in march so april may june so he's ultimately saying expect a one million dollar price tag for the king crypto by june and he's willing to put his net worth on the line and considering the fact this is the ex coinbase cfo this is a pretty big deal so let's break this down now before we dive into some live uh, q a shall we uh check it uh, yeah, ex Coinbase CTO bets, uh, Bitcoin to reach a million, and his name is Balaji Serini, former CTO of Coinbase Crypto Exchange, betting with James Medlock on a reported neoliberal over Bitcoin price to breach the enormous $1 million figure. However, Isaac Haxton, American professional poker player, decided to jump in and grab the opportunity. Haxton in a tweet stated he can send one Bitcoin to escrow on behalf of James Medlock if he is donating 70% to give directly. However, the poker player added that he'll take all the downside if Medlock loses and none of the upside if he wins. To this, ex-Coinbase CTO reacted that they can do it via a smart contract. However, escrow will also work. He mentioned that the rules that the escrow person would need, one Bitcoin address and one Ethereum address, while the assets would stay on-chain for 90 days. In fact, uh, he also mentioned that if Bitcoin stays less than a million in 90 days after the bet, then Haxton will win and get to keep one Bitcoin and $1 million in USDC. However, if Bitcoin price does breach the million dollar tag in 90 days, then the ex-Coinbase CTO will get both Bitcoin and the $1 million in USDC. And now let's check out his tweet here, which started all this controversy, uh, which I retweeted. I will take that bet. You buy one Bitcoin, I will send one million in USD. This is a 40 to one odds as one Bitcoin is worth 26,000. The term is 90 days. All we need is to mutually agreed custodian who will be there and still to settle this in the event of digital dollar devaluation. If someone knows how to do this with a smart contract, we can do it on chain so I can send the USDC. If you won't do that, just name the custodian hashtag BitSignal. And as you can see in this chart, it just shows you Bitcoin going absolutely parabolic to reach that $1 million mark. And you can see James Medlock wrote, I'll bet anyone $1 million that the U.S. does not enter hyperinflation. So the ex-Coinbase uh, CFO is ultimately saying he's expecting uh, the U.S. dollar to hit hyperinflation, which justifies his you know uh, million-dollar bet. Now, he also wrote 20 hours ago, just as in 2008, the bankers lied. This time, the central bankers, the banks, and the bank regulators have lied to all dollar holders and depositors. Facts. This isn't your typical fractional reserve situation. The problem is that there isn't enough in the 
the banks on the mark-to-market basis to cover withdrawals. They knew this through all of last year and communicated it internally in their coded language. It's obvious from the graph seen below that central banks, the banks, and the banking regulators all knew of a huge crash was coming. The phrase is unrealized losses, but they never notified you, the depositor. Instead, the regulators allowed the banks to hide their literal insolvency and footnote until one guy figured it out. It's Uncle Sam Bankman-Fried, just like SBF used your deposits to buy ish coins, using accounting tricks to fool himself and others into using the money. So did the banks. Same boat, right? They all used the deposits to buy the ultimate ish coin, long-dated U.S. treasuries, and they all got wrecked at the same time and in the same way because they bought the same asset from the same vendor who devalued it at the same time. The Fed, specifically, as NYT admitted, the banks banged on enormous amounts of treasuries and other long-term bonds in 2021 when the flood of printed money cut off the typical demand for loans and because they thought the Fed would keep interest rates low forever. And they had good reason to believe this. Powell said he'd be patient on rate hikes as of late November 3rd, 2021. And then he got renominated on November 22nd, 2021 and hike rates much faster than anyone had expected, which even Janet Yellen and the FDIC admit caused the current banking crisis. And I'm not going to read this entire thing out loud, but I'll include it in the show notes below the video in the description. And you let me know in the comments if you feel this is a probability that we can see the U.S. dollar hyperinflate over the next 90 days, sending the Bitcoin price parabolic to a million dollars per coin by June. Holla at your boy in the live chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.